Hello everyone and welcome to Nice to Meet You. This is your host Simone and this is a podcast of conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. This week's episode will be a new style of episode and they're sort of called NTMY Chat. So this episode features three previous guests who have all sent in topics to me and we all just sit down and discuss them and agree and disagree and just talk about, you know, difference of opinion. So we get into a bunch of different topics and if you look at the episode description, you can see the timestamp for each of the topics. If you just want to skip forward to one of those, you can do that or you can just listen all the way through. Just to go over the topic titles, we start off with Perception is Everything, then move on to Who Reads Page 6. After that, That's My Best Friend, then Support as a Verb, then New Variant, New Me. After that, P-R-O-T-E-C-T, and lastly, Choosing Peace. So please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And um, let me know what you think, leave reviews, comments, anything you want to share. And please enjoy this episode. The three guests that we have with us today, do y'all want to introduce yourself? I guess we'll go around the room this way. Oh, what's, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Julio Slim, reporting live, man, here for the for the good podcast and a good debate. You know what I mean? Hello, this is Amira, your fave ICU nurse. Um, follow me at Simply Amira on IG. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tyler from the No Clearance Podcast. Shout out to my co-host, Jay. Simone, thanks for having me on. Always appreciate you. Of course, y'all. So the first topic that we're going to get into, um, one of like my favorite or least favorite things to talk about, I don't know how you measure it, is social media. Because I just like, honestly, um, it just like, there's so much about it that like annoys me. But the one thing that I want to talk about today is, um, our first topic is perception is everything. The question is, how does social media change our perception of the world? So this was one of my topics, and the reason that I came up with this was because of coronavirus. And I feel like it was a really weird time because we were all sitting in the house just like there, you know, like we had like 14 days at first to be in the house. And when that happened, everybody was on Twitter, everybody was on IG, everybody was like, you know, like just putting themselves out through social media. And the result of that a year later, I just feel like everybody just like argues and like, we're arguing about things that aren't even real. You know, it's like the world that you guys are seeing online doesn't even like really exist. Right. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, I wanted to hear y'all's opinion on that. No, I mean, I agree. I mean, I feel like right now, too, we, we spend so much time on social media, like, you know, waking up in the morning, like the first thing you do is look at the screen mm-hmm. and scroll. And then you say, well, I'll just be on it for a second. And next thing you know, you didn't been scrolling for an hour or two hours looking at videos and different pictures like, Cause they really um they've set that they've set that shit up to a point where as though like they'll um they'll know exactly what you want to see like they'll know the different content that you are interested in quote unquote you know what I'm saying and they'll like keep putting that in front of you to, to, like their job is to actually keep you on the screen if you if you really like look behind the scenes on how they be making the Twitter yeah, and the and Facebook yeah the fact that they have like the ads now and it's, it's tailored crazy. specifically to you yeah, yeah. it's really wild. And I feel like it's 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 taking a little bit away from the human experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That like, you know, that person on person just conversational type thing, like you know what I mean? I feel that's really important and if we're not careful, we could fall like too far from it. Mm-hmm. I feel like low key we already have because <laughs> everything on social media is fake. Depending on what your favorite thing is. For me, TikTok, I'll be on there for hours, like on my days off. 
Instagram, everybody's lying. Twitter, <laughs> people are more realistic, but they're also so sensitive and like depressing. So you kind of gotta like monitor how much you're on there, or it'll like affect your mental. Also, what? Why is everybody lying on Instagram? Everyone on Instagram shows their highlights. Like, there's literally a highlight section. Yeah. Everyone's on their their best dress, their makeup's done. They out at the club, popping bottles. But, like, in reality, they're sitting at home, in bed, just like you are. Yeah. And it's just, like, their representative selves, I feel like. So, mm-hmm. it's not realistic. And then you try to achieve the, those same standards, and you're, like, losing money, losing time, not happy. So. That's that's the biggest issue, I think, though, Young, is you constantly it. comparing yourself. You ca- you comparing yourself to the next person because you're looking at that, like, damn, why am I not in that situation? Or why am I in the crib and they posting this Bahama mm-hmm. joint? And even though it's like, you know, you're not really trying to be on no comparative, yeah. you know, negative it's type shit, but it's it's yeah. so, it's, it's treacherous, sure. man. Like it's when really Bow Wow was on that plane, and he was like first class, <laughs> he was with all the rest of the people in coach. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A social media is kind of like rushed people's process. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in our 20s, uh, everybody feel like they got to make this much and, and do all these things before 30, and it's like, you know, we all got a long you know we all trying to live a long life like you don't have to rush everything and put things online mm-hmm. just to put them online you know mm-hmm. and everybody's running at their own pace like there's no need to compare mm-hmm. so. that's it's interesting because i feel like back in the day people got stuff done quicker yeah you know like marriage and like kids and stuff like that but like now we've like taken more time but it's like different i don't does that make sense Low key, I feel like we have too much, too many options on social media, and that's why people don't settle down. Cause mm. they're like, there's always someone better, someone that's more attractive, someone that's funnier, and like, we don't want to just settle down with someone when we know there's so many mother- other options out there. Nah, that's the danger, though, man. That's the thing. I feel like I need to like at some point take like, you know, what I mean, like six month breaks, like to where though. I really don't even get on it. Like, I'll delete the apps, delete Instagram, Facebook, and all the other ones, and, like, not even be on it. Maybe even a year, because the more time you take away from it, it's, like, the better, like, your brain starts working and shit, I feel like. Like, that shit, like, makes you slower. Like, I don't know, like, it does a ragged <laughs> shit to you, more. Like, for real, I man. Yeah. I don't be fucking with that shit. I think like, everyone can say they took, like, at least a week break from social media, and I've they never. felt better, but they went back and did the same thing. So. I've never taken a break because I knew what? I was just going to go back to it. You don't, you don't quit things that you know you're going to go back to. But you try. Yeah, but you need, you need it's like, to take a pause. <laughs> yeah, you, need time away. you need a vacation. Let your brain, like, come no, I mean, back like, a little so bit. When I'm around people, I'm never, like, really on my phone or on social media. Maybe a little bit. You know, I got to, like, get my little Twitter fix in. But, um. <laughs> you do got a Twitter fix, bro. Slow the tweeting, boy. Um, <laughs> Every but, thought. And then the profile picture, the like, she thinking. She's really thinking right now. <laughs> the thing about it, though, is I don't even tweet all the things. I have a lot of good tweets I don't send out. In the drafts. In the in the drafts, just in my notes. Just mm. things that I think about. Um, what was I saying? I don't even know anymore. Taking a break from social media. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I just... I don't know. I feel like I just have to set up myself with good, better habits instead of just quitting. So, from, like, Facebook to now, you've never taken a break? I mean, like, so I didn't get on Instagram for, like, maybe years in college. Oh. Um, which was the time that everybody was, like, on Instagram and following yeah. people and everything. And I was like, I just don't even use it, so... Um, I feel like I've never really been that like obsessed with social media besides Twitter. So, do yeah. followers count? Like, does it matter to you all? Like, I mean, for the podcast, okay. <laughs> I, I think, would hope, but I, mean, I would rather really, have engagement. Or do you do it for yourself? 
I'd rather have engagement. I'd rather have people who actually like, because I ask questions on each one of my Instagram posts. And people are like, oh my God, so cute. I'm like, yo, answer the question. I didn't know caption. you meant to. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was just a caption. Yeah, I think a nice blend of both is good, though. Like, I mean, it's, it's like kind of like hard to say that you don't care anything about the followers or the likes because. Especially for me, I mean, for me, I post a lot of business stuff, and for y'all, y'all got podcasts and things like that, so you definitely want people to be liking and engaging with what you're posting so that your business can grow ultimately, and you can have more of a, you know, established brand out there, you know what I'm saying, and um, that's always the idea, so yeah, I definitely do be trying to have, like, more, you know, followers or whatever, but it's not the make or break, and it's definitely not everything, because the content that you have, to me, is more important, necessarily, than what it what what you know what the people are saying or not saying about it yeah so then what if you get like trolls or people like coming on your page just to like tear you down how yeah. big do you want to get hey yeah. listen it can, it, can, it can get there people going hey listen people are going to have opinions I'm, I'm not even going to say hate people are going to have opinions they're going to have thoughts about things that's what social media literally is it's the internet, you know, people, you know, there's thousands, millions, you know, however many people that are on there at one, you know, given time, able to comment on a different, uh, any given picture or video and give what they think about it, it's going to be a variation. You're going to have some people that may love it, some may hate it, you, you know what I'm saying? Some are just going to watch, you never, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to get a blend of that. So once you understand that, you can get past whether or not you get upset or angry with what somebody says on a post or something like that. Yeah, I like, feel like, oh, bad. Once you give something to the world, it's like you just gotta let it go mm-hmm. at the end of the day. <laughs> like, and they just it take is. it however they take it. Yeah, it is what it is at that point. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of my least favorite parts of social media is that part where people are just hating for no reason. It's like, why would you even like go somewhere just to put your negative energy out there? Like, you wouldn't do that in the world. Why would you do that like on social media? Oh, but that's the whole thing. They're behind the screen, <laughs> yeah. behind the mask, so it's an easy. You know, easy place to have a voice. You know, for those people that definitely wouldn't be saying those same things in person at all. Mm-hmm. So then, is social media here to stay, or is it going to like phase out when we're like fifty? I mm. say we end up like Wally, <laughs> <laughs> with everybody just has yes, because everybody just has a screen in front of them all the time. You see it like even now when you go to a bar or something, a lot of people just be on their phone sitting there talking to people that aren't there. So mm. I just feel like we're just gonna keep getting like more and more disconnected we're not gonna leave our house like you know like during quarantine that was probably like the most wally we ever got but For real though. some people aren't leaving their houses again i um uh, my little niece i was just like kicking it with her and she a baby and like as soon as you pull up the phone she's trying to grab the phone because mm-hmm. <laughs> she sees all of us doing it and it's like this is gonna keep almost repeating yeah, itself it's our pretty norm much. Now. yeah i mean i definitely i don't i don't see it going anywhere i i see um I see it adapting, you know what I'm saying? When I say adapting, like things like Clubhouse, like how they took like a different form and kind of became conversational. Like this generation, you know, we grew up, or I mean, for me anyway, I remember when they were still, you know, you couldn't be on the internet or the house phone at the same time (laughs) and things like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but the ones that's, you know, younger than us, that's 15 or 10 or whatever like that, that's gonna be, you know, 20 in the next 10 years they're going to be able to take that the technology and like adapt it a different way because they're growing up with it so they'll i'm sure they'll shift it some other kind of way than what it is right now like just for leisure they'll probably yeah. make like you know an actual application for it like yeah i don't think people's emotions are going to be as attached to it like it is now i think people like you said it's 
they're gonna turn it into something more useful, something better. Yeah. Hopefully, we hope so. Right, we hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so I kind of want to bring it back to what Amira said. Um, maybe I don't know how many minutes ago, but she was talking about like comparing yourself to people. So like when you have goals now, how do you know like this goal is something that you want for yourself or something you want because you saw? Mm. It depends on how fast you want to post about it. Like, if you get a new car or something, and you're, like, thinking of your caption before you even leave the dealership, like, you're already too far gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, if you get engaged and you still at the freaking engagement site and you post me a ring, it's over for you. <laughs> so. That's tough. Nah, I mean, I agree. If you're posting everything, all the dinners and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. like, you really got to check yourself because, you know, some people don't even realize how far gone they even are with social media you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or being on the internet and stuff like that in general so I don't really know how they would undo that mm-hmm. you kind of got to shut it off you got to go cold turkey you, know? yeah. you can't really try to halfway oh let me just try to now nah, you got to delete them joints young just delete the app bro like get it out of there mm-hmm. and, and like go do stuff and when you do that every time <coughs> I've done it when you go places young you realize how um how like how much people are just on their phones like yeah. right now my phone in my pocket doesn't have any social medias on it oh. you know what I'm saying I don't even be trying to you know be scrolling all the time and my other phone does but it has no service so <laughs> and that's all you do is like flip back between your apps and stuff like it's yeah. it's a disease mm-hmm. it's dumb. I know you probably feel extra woke too you be on your phone just calling people <laughs> not looking. <laughs> <laughs> Just text it. <laughs> well, if I'm listening to music, sometimes I'll just be I'll just be sitting right there. People probably be thinking, like, he just sitting there not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. He ain't even on his phone. Like, nah, I'm not. I'm just, this is what people are used to do. I guess mm-hmm. they just yeah. was dead. Wasted time. Well, or not even wasted time, but just didn't account for each minute that they lived. Yeah, because if people was also not on their phones, maybe mm-hmm. it would be more conversations going on in the place. But then on the flip side, doesn't it make us better multitaskers? Because we can have conversations with real people while texting other people, updating our followers. But why do but we need to multitask? Yeah. Multitask is a good It's just a good, good habit thing. to have. It's a, it? it's a soft skill, I believe, for jobs, <laughs> yes. I mean, it can be used in a variety of different ways, but it's some positives to social media. People find their jobs that way. Mm-hmm. Instagram influencers and sponsorships and stuff. It's not all bad, but we just need like a healthy balance. Yeah. Which is probably that. really like an hour a day. Hour a day, probably. We probably spend weeks yeah. on our phone that we don't even realize. Like yeah, it's a little much. Time will never get back. Yeah, that's still that like seven. That's seven hours a week. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I think yeah. what's funny is seeing um, like people's like when people pretty much journal their relationship through social media, oh, and you yeah. can tell when they're together, and then when it's. Oh, when it's yeah. rocky, when it's a rocky. whole play oh, by play. Man. Oh my goodness! I be tuned yeah. in too. Lip like, she, she ain't posted that boy no more. Right. People posting their whole lives oh, and they they man. change up quick too. As soon as she dropped the dude, then you see a whole new side. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Please yeah. add me to the close Look. friends. I want to see the text messages. Like, going so oh, I feel God. like cause in the corner crying somewhere. You, you want a you want a true test. You want a true test your relationship. Like you do something real good for your lady on a birthday mm-hmm. but don't post Ooh. don't post happy birthday don't post happy valentine's day like you spend the day with them mm. don't post nothing let's just see where it go 
Mm, I don't know. My one thing is don't test people because <laughs> if you test people, you got to be okay with the result and you created that for yourself. Fact. Yeah. But I mean, I, honestly though, for something like that, like I don't be posting a lot of stuff on Instagram and stuff like that. So mm. if that's so important to you that you feel like it's more important than the actual real life or real thing that happened, then that's really a red flag for me. Mm. I'm not even really into that like that. That's all I'm saying, brother. I, I, we on the same page. Hey, you you don't ever ready. feel like people are like watching your page secretly? I would hope not. Uh, son. They are. 100%. 100%. 100%. I know they are, bruh. Bruh, there's no way, son. Like, the way the views I be getting on my stories compared to the likes I be getting on What's posts. What's that about? It's, it's the proof. <laughs> That's, That's the proof. True. You be like, Mo, y'all be watching, son. Now, nah, the views is cool. like. That's like muscle memory, man. Like, I'll just click on and just be tapping. Oh, <laughs> I just be I'm tapping like, through. Checking for me. <laughs> like now, the boy be tapping through. <laughs> so my thing is, I never you. post stories on Instagram. That's kind of how I've stayed like detached. That's my thing. That's mm. crazy. Yeah, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, nah, it's been too long. I, can't, I just can't jump in right now. <laughs> I don't even know what they look like. I don't watch people's stories. I don't post them. Yeah, you got to tell me about your life. <laughs> nah, I respect that. Um, stuff doesn't need to be permanent. So I story it. 24 hours is long enough. It is. <laughs> well, we're going to switch the topic to something that should be permanent. Mm -hmm. um, so the next topic is who reads page six. And I don't know if you guys know what page six is, but it's wedding announcements. And Tyler's oh, wow. topic was, is marriage an outdated concept? Dang. Coming from a married man. Just yeah, he's, he's married. I got a quick question. How long did it take you to post about your engagement? Me to post? Um, I waited till... I got back to the hotel. So same day. It was the same day, but it was like we was chilling. Yeah. At no the time, judgment. So. <laughs> I know, right? Make me feel bad. You try to make me feel It was the same day, you yeah, right? I mean, you know. But I took some time. I enjoyed like, it. I, I enjoyed did everything else. We did all the other yeah, stuff. Right. First. I enjoyed the moment, eating dinner, uh, walking, walking. Yeah. Whatever. I did all that. Man. And congratulations too on that. Man. Yes, appreciate that. Appreciate it. But how do y'all do y'all feel like you're gonna get married? I, yes. I would like to one day. I think I think that that's in the cards. I I I, I yeah. I plan on yeah. I plan on doing that. To answer the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. I've heard a lot of people be like, you know, well, mostly do mostly men, but it's like, it's like why we got to make this official? Why I got to be this paperwork thing mm -hmm. and and all this? Um, I don't know. I feel like. You, you just gotta let them know Like I feel like marriage Is letting them know Like yeah This is official Like I'm here with you You know Instead of Just something that's up in the air Like I may be around Yeah no, I, I didn't I didn't even I didn't used to fuck With the concept of marriage Like Like my parents Like weren't married Or nothing like that I had teenage parents So It was You know I grew up in a world Where like Marriage really wasn't Like prevalent like that So I didn't really You know I never considered it For myself Until I really got older And started really like Understanding more Of the things between Like men and women And like What that You know Bond really you know, Should be You know what I'm saying So I definitely Would like to have that But With everything that's going on In social media I don't really Think I want nobody That's that like Drowned Or like engulfed In that shit So they so caught up In that so Cause that world is not like a world I'm trying to like really be so a part of. It's superficial. Like we said earlier, it's not even real. You feel me? This is a loaded concept. Yes, I want to be married, but I don't want to marry the wrong person. Mm -hmm. I only want to get married once. I think being married like makes things a lot easier. 
because it's easier going through life with a partner who has the same goals, maybe the same religion. You know, they're going to have your back regardless. Like, all that's good. And, like, life or death situations, you want someone to, like, make that decision on your behalf after y'all have talked about it. But if you're just going to marry me because you want a trophy wife or something like that, then no. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. for the deeper reasons, yes. Superficial, no. I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really, like, pressed to get married, honestly. I feel like I just... I don't know what I want, honestly. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've been single for a really long time. It's been really nice. I haven't had to compromise. Um, I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, it feels like a compromise um, being in a marriage. I don't know. I feel like I just haven't found... Well, I just feel like it's a compromise on my freedom. Um, Like, you won't be able to do the same things. You won't be able to move, like, around the same ways. Like, you have to, like really take somebody else's life into account and I'm just not I'm not ready I mean honestly though, it can, it can get to a point like for me I feel like you want to find a person where you don't feel like that you don't yeah. feel like you're compromising this shit like you feel like yo I can just be mm-hmm. exactly who I am and then everything is like that's mm-hmm. that's that's good enough like that's yeah. like more than enough actually. and you should know who you're with before you even marry them like are they the type of person for that sure. you'll have to control or are you cool with them like what running the streets <laughs> you know <laughs> 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 I wasn't a homebody when you married me, so I'm not gonna right. stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I just I haven't like ever been in love. I just wonder if that even like exists for me as an option. When you feel it, you'll want to be married. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! I mean, I've been in love is crazy. I mean, I definitely have been in love before. Like, I mean, I feel like more than once. Like, not not. A million times, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Once or twice for sure. Like that feeling that you have towards somebody else, like, you know what I'm saying? Like is it's really hard to it's hard to explain that shit, like or, or quantify it as far as its value. Um, but it's you know what I'm saying, to have that with somebody like for the the rest of the remaining of both of y'all lives would be would be great if it's if it's you know, if it makes sense. It gotta make sense though Everything has to make sense Like it can't just be something You jumping into Just cause That's what look good Or that's what's cool Or that's what everybody doing Like cause at that point It's gonna probably fall apart And not work And then You gonna have to try To do it again Or be scarred and, Yeah and um, <laughs> So I, I brought this question up Cause I was watching the, uh, I saw a Nick Cannon interview On the Breakfast Club And he was He was talking about How marriage used to be Um uh, more of a business agreement than like two people actually being in love with each other and it's like in today's age with women being being able to be just as successful as men now it's like you know I think we really get the chance to actually be married for that reason just to be able to like show love to each other and be able to serve one another you know what I'm saying Um, but I don't know some people do think it's still like a business arrangement type thing but I don't know I feel like that's debatable because how far back are we going like women I feel like they didn't have jobs like in the past they were just like the homemaker type and then like their husband would give them like a little allowance or something like that so yeah we're far past that point so if that's what you're looking for maybe it is outdated because a lot of women are making more than men these days so it's like what else do you bring to the table I hate that question it's a bad question but it's the truth (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing now it's like with with money not being the, mm-hmm. the end all be all, what is what are each other actually bringing to the table now? 
It's a whole like, factor. I feel like for me, all I need is someone that's like entertaining, like and interesting, and that like talks oh, about God. things. Like, what? <laughs> is that <laughs> entertaining? You huh? like this jokester? I'm entertaining as hell, so I think that like I need someone else. You know, I need someone who's gonna feed that same energy back. Okay, feel that. I respect that. But yeah, I feel like I'm in, like too much of a selfish mindset right now to like be thinking about relationships. And that's good to know. Yeah. Or you find someone who lets you be selfish. Mm. Like that's even better. <laughs> like if they let you be a brat, you can't do that forever. But like yeah. until you grow out of it, they really love yeah. you. That's true. I guess so. I mean, people to do. I mean, like people do some strange ass shit, man. So mm-hmm. you never know. <laughs> you gotta love them. And if you marry them and they doing that weird stuff, mm. yeah. you stuck. Anything weird. <laughs> Like, I thought you had like specific weird things. <laughs> no, people nah, are I mean, just I, weird in general. <laughs> no, nah, I was ta- I was talking about something for. T- I mean, I was saying it was strange. Like if you really just stick it out with somebody that's really kind of being extremely, extremely bratty, just because um, you feel like you love them. To me, that's strange. That's um, like that's not like. See, I was. But people thinking, do strange shit for people that they love, though. You know how like you're dating someone and you're like goalless marriage, so you act like you're this perfect person, and then after you get the ring, y'all cross the aisle, whatever, you can start being weird, like your I, well, true mm, self. You know, I like, see what you're saying because I'd be weird. Like, oops, I do fart. Like, <laughs> like I mean, it's nah, good. I, to want, have I want all of that shit before. I want all. I want to know all of that shit beforehand. Bitch, all of that. She's not gonna get the ring. <laughs> like, wait, so what are you holding back right now? I just Amira? feel like girls are real weird. Like, if you have a no. weird move, you just want to do weird stuff. Man, so, what are you holding back from your, your boyfriend right now? What are you Nothing. about to do? He's seen it all. Uh, oh, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he loved me the same. <laughs> I don't have a transition right now. Um, <laughs> the next topic is that's next my best friend. Um, Amira asked. At a certain age, does the idea of a best friend go out the window? Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like yes, because relationships end a lot of times. So like sometimes you'll have a best friend, but like at a certain point, I really do feel like you stop making friends that are like best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just meet too many people for that. The older you get, and then it's like it's just good to have certain friends for certain things. Yeah. It's hard to have one friend that does everything that can do everything with you. Then I feel like by the time you, you know what I'm saying, I'm I'm 27, about to be 28. By the time you at this point, you know what I'm saying, it should be, you should, if you got a person that's your closest friend or whatever, or your crew, your, you know, your closest people, you should already have had them. It should be like a 10 year plus type thing, minimum. I don't know. People are weird. It's a lot of pressure. People I mean, it's weird. not we like... We were talking about this last night. People are say, weird. I mean, Sometimes these new friends be stronger than the bonds you had way oh, back it's, it's, it's possible. It's definitely possible. But if, if for me, a lot of the... I was, I was fortunate enough to have, you know, solid people, you know what I'm saying, a few of them, you know what I mean, from early on that, you know, are still around today. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Fact. So I'm the same way. I got well, my, my best men. I've known them since we was in diapers, so it's like I don't know. I'm I'm a lo- I'm like loyal like that though. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to just be like, "Hey, bro, I'm cutting you off." <laughs> like I don't know if I could like really do that. Really. Yeah, but I mean, well, me and Amir have known each other since we were like nine, but I don't think we were never best friends. Like we've always just been friends, and we knew that, and that's why we lasted. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we have our limitations. Like, we know each other well enough to be like, okay, she needs some space. Let's hang out. And I feel like that's healthy. Like, 
Maybe y'all are closer friends than y'all realize. Yeah, I'm about to say, sound like best friends to be. <laughs> you my best friend. <laughs> I don't know. You can call anybody. Girl, I need to stop that too. The labels are what kill it. Like, don't cry for me, but all my best friends moved away. So I stopped doing that at like age 10, you know. So I feel like I just have a lot of good friends. Mm-hmm. I don't like to put that title. It's like my dog, my boy. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. write, and I don't really my be G. using that title neither, though. It's but like, do you have one, though? If you had to choose a top dog. Like one particular, one. F- no, I wouldn't even put it. I wouldn't even put <laughs> it down. Everybody you asked me that. Then question. I guess you don't have a best friend. I wouldn't even put it down no more because it's just like because I got you know what I'm saying, you know I got a few people that's really 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 solid that I've known for a while. I mean, if it's one person for real for real to be, it, it would be my man, my god brother, the one I got. I'm over here wearing. I'm mm-hmm. supporting this nigga right now for real for real, and I know that nigga. I never didn't know him. Basically, mm-hmm. same thing. Like I never didn't know because like our parents are friends. So were y'all interested in making new friends or like whoever you have now is like who you got? Nah, we. I mean, we didn't definitely branched off. I mean, he definitely. It was you know we didn't go to the same schools and shit like that. Like I always went to school in D.C., mm-hmm. so it was like certain differences like that. But we always was. You know, we we really. It's like we family though. You know what I'm saying? That's how close. That's how tight. You know what I'm saying? We are for real, for real. So it's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's I'm, that. I'm but. always cool with you know expanding my network mm-hmm. <laughs> per se. You know, shout out to my boy Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like college. College was different. You live with you live with people yeah. for years. You're there to make friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, outside of like after college, though, it's kind of harder. Um, I got a couple of people from work, but like to I have I don't know one person I just met outside of something that. I didn't go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can't just Through meet a somebody. mutual or something. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's lonely out here. I feel like I've had a lot of, like, I don't know. I feel like I've had, like, best friends at the moment. Like, someone that I always hang out with, like, every single weekend. Um, but then something happens and we just, like, split up. It's just, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Weird, like, relationships like that. I like those friends, though. It's like, I see you when I see you. I know it's good. I know we're good. Oh, no, nah, that's, that's definitely cool. But I don't really be trying. I don't really be hanging out with a whole bunch of people, though, neither. Like, I'm kind of a private person. So a lot of, like, as far as having a whole bunch of friends, I've never really been like that anyway. But I know a lot of people, mm-hmm. though. Like, it's a crazy concept, but I know a whole, whole bunch of people, but I don't really got no whole lot of friends. I feel like I would say that this might relate to you also. I feel like I'm an intimate person, so, like, we could, like, not be really that close, but we'll have enough conversations where it makes it seem like we're, like, like, we'll share a lot of things with each other, you know? Like, yeah, so, if that makes sense. I mean, especially having this podcast and talking to so many people, it's just, like, easy to, like, get to know people, basically. Yeah. I get that. I would say I'm like that. I'm, like, more sociable. Will they last? I don't know. But I like meeting new people, so. Like, an extroverted introvert. Do you think it matters if friendships last? No. Ah, depends, Millions of man. people out here. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, don't I've got the. It's just good to have people on your team. Like, you just never know what you could do for them and what, you know, what they could do for you. Like, it's all about having a village. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it depends on the friendship, too. Like, I agree with that, but I think, like, you know, if a friendship should last, depend on the value of that friendship. Like, what's, you know what I'm saying, what it is. And that, that goes for either way. You know what I'm saying? Whether you talk about your best friend as your homeboy or, you know, you in a relationship, you know what I'm saying, with a, with a female or whatever like that, you got to really, everything is not the same. All all relationships aren't the same. All friendships aren't the same. Like, you got to, 
there's like a, a I don't know exactly what the criteria would be for each individual person because all of them would be unique. But whatever it is for you, you know, if it makes sense, then yeah, that's what that's what you should definitely. You feel me? And you know, at least for me, especially with my homies, with my boys, if I see them in a relationship, I know, you know, I'm pretty much kick to the side you know oh, what I'm saying no. like not 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 on some like <laughs> I feel bad but it's like if my man's in a relationship I already know I ain't gonna see the dude you know what I'm saying like if I, I didn't see, know that I happened to men see. too I didn't know that either I feel like girls always end up hanging really? with their boyfriends friends right. but just ducking out like wait a minute yeah. what happened to her <laughs> did she exist be the girl that disappeared <laughs> I think it also depends like if you have a big family you may not feel the need to make as many friends cause like you always have somebody there for you. Mm-hmm. So, any other thoughts? Shout out to all my homies, bro. <laughs> like shit, I rock with Shout out all the black businesses out there, man. Let's support the black businesses, man. Keep everything. Thriving. Funny you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next topic is actually support as a verb, and the question is how should we be showing support for our peers? And also, let's tie the friendship thing into that, too. Like, how do you feel about how your friends support you? Mm. Oh, man. This is this is a crazy one. <laughs> so, all right. So, look, having a business, right, where you have a clothing line or you have something like music or even a podcast or, you, you know, you're distributing anything, you you want your friends primarily to be the ones to whistle name, but you you come to a certain point where you realize that your main supporters, like your number one fans, like for me and music, the number one people that's going to be fucking with what I do is probably not going to be my my immediate circle of my family. It's going to mm-hmm. be those people that I don't really know that heard me from. You know what I mean from whatever reason. I mean, I, do you know your half of us don't know our favorite artists. We never met them, but they're your favorite artists though. So. You're gonna have more people like that that are gonna be like really fucking with you. Like, like none of us really met Hugo Ball, so we never met Ralph Lauren. But yeah, that's what people rock. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I like I like to wear the local shit. You feel me? Like my my people shit. So that's that's the difference. Yeah, I I I very much respect creatives and like creatives that full time like go for it. So when I have the chance to like support somebody I know that's doing it, then then I do it. But I also don't expect that from like other people for for myself. It's just like I don't know. I I don't want to have that expectation of somebody that I've known. It's like I'd rather just keep this friendship, and I'm not gonna be upset at you if you not in a if you're not in a position, or even if you just don't do it. It's like it's whatever to me. I, there's so many people in the world. Like I'm gonna go ahead and get it. You know, so I feel like this is an interesting topic for me because, like, I don't have a business or anything. So, when I am trying to support my friends, well, I do shout out to my lash business <laughs> oh, coming I'm soon. Say, I'm about to say, hold up. Oh, I did start doing lashes, but that'll come later. <laughs> so, when I'm supporting my friends, I try to like their posts, I try to like share here and there, you know, I try to buy it, but I don't have money for everybody. Everybody has a business, and it's like, how much sharing can you really do? Are they getting any sales from what you're doing? Is it useless? Are they tired of reposting your stuff just because you're their friend? Like, I feel like you don't know how to support people. And then when um, someone came out with that post, I was like, it's more helpful if you, like, save it or, like, comment. Then I started doing that more often. But mm-hmm. for a lot of us, like, we don't know how to support people who do stuff like mm-hmm. that. Sure. If people not, if people you know not buying your stuff, you know, 
might have to rethink what you do. Like you just might have to regroup and be like, maybe you know, maybe this ain't it. Like if my own people's ain't doing it, I might have to. But I mean, with route. Instagram and like social media and the internet and everything, you could sell like to anybody, like anywhere. So it might be like maybe it's you should regroup and think about doing something else, or it could be that you need to expand and start mm. like pushing ads and stuff places. That's very true. That's very true. Or is it a good product? Like, do I really want to support it, or do <laughs> I want to support that's the you? That's the question. Yeah. Like, you're my friend. Your product, not so good. Mm-hmm. Well, you, so that's where you gotta be real with the friend, right? You gotta let them know whether or not they got a product that's really, really worth supporting and really putting out there. Like, if it's not, you know, of that quality that you feel like is worth representing, then you'd be like, hey, I, you know, I get one or two, but it sounds like, cause that shit ain't really. Mm-hmm. You might want to try something else, bro. Or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever, whatever. But if it's something that's like at a high level, it's like why, you know, if it's something that you already like buy, you know, or consume like clothes or music and you you got people that are doing it at a high level, like why not support what they're doing as well? Like if you got somebody that's making clothes and they're making like crazy fabric clothes and like quality stitching, like what's the point of going to buy Nike if you don't even know Nike? You know what I'm saying? Like Nike is cool. But I know, I know the person whose clothes I'm wearing, mm-hmm. like almost like 90% of the time, either it's mine or I know whose who's it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I try to, I've been like working on that for years. It wasn't overnight. I've been working on that for years, like just building up and getting more stuff, more brands, DC, Baltimore, just getting more things. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? How do you find these brands? Do you just like search on social media or like is it through friends? I mean, through friends, I mean, it's, it's yeah, really, I, I, I cut hair. I've worked in barbershops from, you know what I'm saying, Maryland, Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? In different different areas. So I know a lot of different people. Then I'm I'm from here, DC, and then I live in Baltimore right now. So I just really come across a lot of different folks. And then I'm tied in with some of the top clothing lines in the city right now. You know what I'm saying? Like no order. I got on colors, you know what I'm saying? Silencio, my clothing line, Slimmo Bob. Um, you know, we some of the top ones in the city right now. You feel what I'm saying? So just from knowing us, we know other people too kind of also do shit so um it's it's a networking thing and it's you know i feel like it's something that's worth looking into for all people just like if you if you could find some some local stuff that you like you know why not just put that money into their pocket instead of another company you know what i'm saying who you who you don't you know know anything about or maybe you do you know what i'm saying but you know maybe they're not black like the person you may know or whatever not to say it's all about black folks but mm. you can support us I think it was tough. I think it was tough also by local businesses, um, you know, being willing to pay that the extra money. I know, um, like, I like shopping at the outlet, bro. Like, the outlet be. I love a sale. It's very affordable. I know I can get some, but I know, like, you just know when you shop, normally when you buying local. It's gonna be a little extra. Like it has to be, you know, it has to be that way for people to make profit. So it's it's always like, you know, what are you are, are you willing to spend the spend the money That's with yourself? True. It has to be accessible and affordable for me, and I'll get whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, if it's like, I don't know, I don't want to put anything on it. But as long as it's accessible, you're professional. You probably get a sale from me. Right, and right. I mean, I can I can respect that. I feel I mean I feel the same way. I I. I try not to be too unreasonable about what I feel like is too much or too little for what somebody charges for their craft. 
Um, if I can't get it, then I don't. But you know what I'm saying? If I get, if I know I'll spend that type of money on something most similar, mm-hmm. then I just try to bite that, bite my tongue and be like, nah, bro, I'll just go ahead and get it from, get it from you or get it from do it like this because mm-hmm. I feel better. I feel better at the end when I do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. Or at least promote it if you can't buy right, it. Right, yeah. Like, you don't got to lower like, your prices, yeah. but your friends could promote yeah. it or something. Yeah, some people's prices are up there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go ahead. Look, I know mine. Mine be kind. Mine are kind of high. Like right now, like the whole suit, the hat, the shirt, and the pants is two hundred. You know what I'm saying? But it's not really. I mean, I guess you could say that's high two hundred dollars. But if you think about it, a pair of pants, a shirt, and a hat for two hundred dollars is pretty not all in one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah it's not that. really crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, how much can, the hat? How much the bucket hat? The hat's is sixty. Alone, you know what I'm saying. Every alone, the thing it adds up to be a little bit more. And the shirts is eighty, and the pants is a hundred. So that ain't like two forty or something. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's still definitely uh better than going to buy one pair of shoes from Versace for seven hundred or a thousand dollars for one pair of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's yeah. that's the mindset that they got us trapped in too. I feel like like that concept of I would. I'll do this for this thing because it's an established brand and I feel like I got to put that on. But this thing that that's, you know, if we're talking about quality level being the same, but but the name being different, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Then people just don't want to wear something that's not already known by everybody mm-hmm. else. And that is one thing I hear is that like people like your friends will wait to support you until other people support you. Like they have to see other people wearing your stuff in order mm-hmm. for them to get into it. I mean, it's true. I mean, it, I feel like even though you don't want to take it as no as no thing, it really just shows who truly supports, like who's really into, who really believes in what you're doing, and who doesn't. Like mm-hmm. at that point, because you know, if you really love it and if you're really passionate about it, before long, you're gonna convince enough people to be passionate about that shit too that you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you say is the toughest part of being a businessman? Um, the toughest part, I, I mean, just uh. I don't know. I I really I love what I do. Um, so you know, where the club being a creative, I love making music. I love the clothes. I love like designing this, writing out skits and sketches, and doing all that type of stuff. So, um, the hardest part is, I guess, doing it, being like you know having the time to really do all of the things. Because I be feeling like I spread myself thin sometimes, trying to do so much. Um, but I love all of it and I really am determined to accomplish all of it. So I will. Um, and it's not really horrible because it's something that I enjoy doing. And that's what, that's what it really boils down to. Like for me, is whether or not you enjoy doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Chloe, back up. She has some points to make. She's like, right. Um, yeah. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> no, that's awesome! Shout out to everybody with they uh, yeah. with they business, cause mm-hmm. I mean it's just a lot of things. I feel like people go into it, and it's just a lot of things you don't know. A lot of things you just you just dive in, and it's just like I'm gonna just figure it out on the way. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just I wish there was something where people could you know help each other, help people build more strategies before going in. So it's like. We can really, you can really move once yeah. you start, you know. I feel like we need more like 
I don't I want to say like social groups or something like groups where people can come together and just talk about things like you know me and Tyler both have a po- both have a podcast and I have a whole bunch of other podcasters that have been on the show so if we made like a group and we all just like met up and talked about like the experience of podcasting and everything then you have like people that you can actually like rely on and stuff mm-hmm. to you know give you good advice and like you know y'all can help each other out beneficially like that which yeah. is something I'm thinking I about I like that doing. idea let's yeah. do it yeah, that <laughs> sounds sound like it makes sense I mean the the more you can be around like-minded people and y'all talk about the things that y'all are into and bounce the ideas off of each other, it's like, y'all will grow. Iron sharpens iron, man. Steel sharpens steel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, rising tide raises all ships, all of these different phrases that mean the same thing. So um, it's all about having those solid people around you that are also in the same field that may not be doing the exact same thing but something similar or something that's connected to what you're doing so that it can be like a benef- uh, uh, a beneficial thing on both ends where y'all can, you know, lift each other up or whatever like that. Damn. That's a, um, that's an important thing because I know a lot of people, especially uh, black people, we, you know, we feel like we got to get out the mud. We got to do this on our own. Everything got to be done by yourself. It's like you got to be willing to, uh, you know, ask for help or even give somebody else some of that load to help you out, you know. Yeah, we should get back into the mentality of having like mentors and like mentees mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, get advice from someone who's already done it and was successful with it instead of trying to like figure everything out and recreate the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, I'm yeah. going to take her out real quick. But you on title? Yeah. Yeah, man, Julio Slim, man, on title. You can, you can Google Julio Slim, man, title, YouTube. Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. You know, and all of it. Yeah, 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 man. You know, nah, while I had the two seconds, I was going to throw it on a, on a record, man. You know what I mean? Let's get you on the podcast, bro. We be, we be, t- we be taking like hip hop albums, and then we just you know use it as conversation. Oh yeah, no, nah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely with something like that, man. I, yeah. I was talking about plenty on this album, man. It was like a bunch of diary entries. If I had to really explain it in a in a particular way, like um, this this project was uh was definitely the most um, the best. It's the best display I would say of my life events, like the things I've gone through. It's the best way I've talked about them so far. It's the best display of that. You know what I'm saying? It's called take pictures when you move in um, on all platforms, man. Um, check that joint out. And I definitely will, you know, get on the podcast, man, whenever this. Thank you. What you be listening to? Um, dog, I listen to so many different kinds of goddamn music, man. Like, if you want to just talk about rap, like my favorite rappers, like my favorite rappers. Yeah. Uh, Andre 3000 and, and Fonte. You know what I'm okay. saying? Fonte from Little Brother. I don't know if you ever heard of the group Little Brother. I got to check it out. Um, yeah, I heard of Ninth Wonder. Yeah, yeah, no. great producer. I'm not a music person for real. When, when Ninth Wonder first came, he first came out as a producer for Little Brother, which okay. was Fonte, Rapper Big Pooh, and Ninth Wonder I back in Big like Pooh. 2000, okay. uh, 2003 like or something like that. I bet. Andre Three Stacks, man. For he sure. ain't never gonna give us no more rhymes. That's so so tragic. Shit, man, I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, Dre, we might do a collabo album, man. Julio <laughs> Three Stacks joint, man. Stay tuned. Don't don't sleep. I'm gonna speak that into existence. I'm gonna 
Whatever. Throw it in the universe. Manifest. He gonna play the, <laughs> gonna play the clarinet. Um, <laughs> he gonna play the clarinet. So, um, as the world opens back up, one of the things I want to do, like what you're talking about, is just support more black businesses. And I was wondering, um, the next topic is, <laughs> I call it new variant, new me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know like what you guys are thinking about doing like as the world opens up like some old habits that you're trying to like get back to you and some new habits that you're trying to instill in yourself um, as we move forward. Well, I know right now I'm I'm, I'm uh, trying to start working out more, like being more on some exercise and shit on the regular because I, I don't be exercising at all. And I used to be kind of like an athlete, but pretty much throughout the course of my 20s, I've I've been working out less and less frequently or playing basketball or doing anything like so now I'm just like at a point where I'm like dog I don't do any exercise at all I don't want to go into my 30s without no regimen and you know what I'm saying I feel like that's not really good and it's hard to pick it's it's hard to pick up the, that new shit the older you get too I feel like I ain't trying to get caught in that trap yeah. <laughs> um during the pandemic I I like lost 20 pounds. I was doing the I, lucky you. I was doing. <laughs> I, I was doing a. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to call it a diet, because I was. I was still eating the same amount, but I was just eating the right stuff. And um, you know, once once I started back traveling a little bit, you know, I kicked all that to the side, <laughs> and um, I just really want to get just better at what I'm what I'm putting in my body, for the most part, and then um trying to trying to take the time to meditate um i've read it i've read read about it a lot but i just just need to develop like that discipline and like take some time to myself every day so that's what i need to work on that's what i would like to do mm-hmm. um i'm trying to go outside more because <laughs> i have a low vitamin d level um so yeah i just need to like be in the sun more I feel like the COVID whole thing is kind of maybe more introverted. Like, it's okay to be that way. So, I'm trying to get outside, go hang out with my friends more, say yes more often. want to read more books. I think we all, like, want to lose weight, get in the gym. I'm trying to get serious about that, but we'll see. Yeah, that's one thing I'm trying to get back to. That was, like, I used to go to the gym, like, almost every day of the week like I was going at least five days of the week Mm because the gym was like literally in my office so I just go downstairs I would go downstairs during lunch and after work like I was in there and yeah so when it closed I was like oh my god so I haven't like I don't know I kind of kept up with it until summer when everything opened back up and I was like okay no I need to be outside Mm -hmm. um but yeah I'm trying to get back into the gym too it's hard to get back like once you stop and then trying to get back is the toughest thing Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, bullshit. I did it once. I can do it again, right? You gotta. <laughs> yeah. I feel like though that's like really true. Like if you could do it twice, then you could you can do it. You can't just do it once and do it. like because like lightning does strike. You know, mm-hmm. prove it to yourself. Mm-hmm. My problem is I go to Gold's gym, and uh, Gold's make you feel real insecure about yourself. <laughs> real quick, it's all bodybuilders mm-hmm. and Instagram and fitness trainers out mm-hmm. there. They doing all types of crazy workouts. You just looking like. I'm, I'm finna leave <laughs> I can't fade Yeah I like no. being in the gym alone So I do a lot of my The shit that I do I do in the crib I'm, I just be trying to do push ups right now And jump rope You know what I'm saying Like those two things Like it's not Too many different exercises It's like 
two simple joints. I'm like, if I can do a set amount of push-ups every day and jump rope for a set amount of minutes every day, then, like, that's that's cool. That's, like, enough. And then it, at whatever point, I can add more. You know what I'm saying? That's good. But for now, I'm, I'm kind of just on that. I'd like to get back into jump roping now that I heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love jump roping. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, my exercise. saving grace during the pandemic. That's, like, the only cardio I do. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. jump rope is lit. Jump rope is damn near, like, almost like swimming. Like, it's, like, a lot. You're working out a lot of different things at once. Mm-hmm. That's what I got to do. Take some swimming. swim lessons. Mm-hmm. I actually I just met true. this woman at a bar <laughs> that's going to give me swim lessons for yeah. free. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Does yeah. she have a pool? or like? No, she's going to do it at a public pool. Um, So we're going to see how this goes. Oh. We're going to see how it goes. You know me and me. Wait, I just so try what's y'all's baseline? Like, can y'all doggy paddle? Yeah. I can stay alive. I can't tread water. <laughs> okay. Right. That's my that's my struggle. <laughs> so do y'all still try to race people when you're in the pool and stuff? Yeah, but okay. my eyes be closed. I don't know where <laughs> I'm going. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I don't know where I'm going in the pool. I'm like, I need yeah. to get some lessons. I stay where I can stand up, but I can do a little something. Because I want to go on a cruise. I'm like, I can't fake going on a cruise and not being able to swim. I saw yeah. like a Hey, listen, man. I get, oh, I get swim. Can I get swim pretty. Um, I get swim pretty good. I ain't going to lie. I took some, um, I took swimming lessons. I used to work at the pool over in uh, Haynes Point back in the day. Shout out to Haynes Point, man. Yeah, um, for the D.C. summer jobs back, like, in the day in the day, bro. <laughs> but um, they told me how to swim and everything. But look, knowing how to swim and being on a cruise, them, that no no swimming in the world, that's a lot of water, G. <laughs> you go hey, you going to need some boats or some lifeguards, some life jackets. Like, I just need to be res- able to do some rescuing. I just want to hang on for, like, a couple minutes before somebody grabs me or something. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, man. So you want to know how to tread a little water, yeah, tread a little yeah. water, you yeah, know. Yeah, I just, yeah, just want to stay alive until somebody else can save me. Cause, like, you, you know, know, the pool around the way always says you got to at least tread water for one minute before you can swim in the deep end. You have to every, all the pools yeah. around the way was like that. Yeah. If you're a kid, though, I don't think they do it to adults, do they? Uh, I say, I oh, probably, not. probably not. <laughs> I ended up doing a good bit of traveling this year. Um, it was in Jamaica, been in a couple different cities. Um, but how do y'all feel with with COVID still being around? Like, I, I feel like everybody picked 2021 20, to outside? just go, yeah. even though it's still kind of wild outside. outside. I definitely traveled. Um, I didn't post about it. I posted about it on my close friends. I feel like it's okay if you're going to be like low maintenance and smart about it, but I don't know. What do y'all think? <laughs> no, I think I think traveling is you know is is all right. I actually was just having a debate on my Facebook page about this uh, the COVID vaccine and all of these things. Like it got like ninety some comments, bro. Like it was really crazy. Like people chiming in from left and right about this and that, but. I feel like if you're taking the precautions, if you're wearing the mask, if you know if you put the gloves on or whatever, you social distance. I don't think it's necessarily you know uh, mandatory for you to, uh, or that it should be mandatory for you to get the vaccine. I think you know what I'm saying. The other precautions are substantial. Uh, if you want to get it though, I think that that's fine too. But I don't think that you necessarily have to have that joint in order to be able to travel or do anything for real, for real. That's how I feel. If you're not going to get it, at least be smart about it. And whoever you travel with, like, make sure they're smart, too. Because you can get it, and it is not pretty. I've seen some things. Like, you're going to be down. I feel like... Well, okay, so I just plan like, all of my fall trips. Um, I have one coming up in a couple weeks. One in September and one in October. And I'm like, I'll probably get to go on the one in August. But I'm really mad because... 
I didn't go anywhere for a year and a half. And the one thing I really wanted to do after college was travel. And now it's like, finally, I feel comfortable traveling. And now we're about to shut back down. Yeah, I was about to go to Miami next month, and then I was like, "It's bad." <laughs> we to come Miami, yo. That's like the worst place you can go for, <laughs> for real. Nah, facts, man. For real, I actually had COVID. Um, somebody that went to Miami and came back to uh, yeah. my my job, the barbershop I work at, actually had it, mm-hmm. and it was a vaccinated person the whole time and still spread it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I mean I was I was all right though. I wasn't like uh too down like some other people can be from that joint so it was whatever I just had to stay away from people and not go to work for two weeks so it was kind of mm-hmm. annoying on that part and I couldn't taste no food or smell nothing so mm-hmm. that's why I feel like it doesn't make sense for them to be like if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear your mask because it encourages people to lie and then they can also spread it so it's like mm-hmm. why are we in such a rush just that keep it the, on that yeah. was the dumbest thing that they did that was the, the dumbest mm-hmm. that was the one move that was like yeah, yeah they kind of kind of they was, they was the ball on that yeah. They was they felt like they felt like having a vaccination. They were basically trying to say having a vaccination equates to being immune or not having to take any precautions at all. Like, okay, yeah. you got the vaccine, now you're good to go. You can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. And then it found out quickly that that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? It was like, nah, you still should wear your mask and stay away from people and all of that. And, and they're losing mm-hmm. credibility too because people are like, yeah. y'all keep going back and forth. Like, what are we supposed to do? Nobody knows what's going on. Right. So. Just stay in the house if you can. <laughs> uh, Amir, you said that you were a little bit more introverted, and I feel like a lot of people, like when things shut down, they were thinking about what I want to do when I get back outside. What different things am I going to do? Have did y'all think about anything? You were like, man, I wish I did this before I had to like stay in the house for a year. A I guess Tyler, you things. mentioned traveling is one of those. Well, I was living the same life before COVID, <laughs> <laughs> like. My, I was just during that time for me being in the house. I was like, yeah, "This is what like retirement like." Like I picked up golf and just, <laughs> just started going golf. <laughs> Felt like a sixty-year-old man. I wasn't mad at it. Feels you know what I'm saying? Okay. But I don't know. It was. It felt like the same life. Mm-hmm. I, you know, for for the extroverts, I feel I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I was. Oh, go ahead. My fault. No, no, that's all I had to say. No, nah, I was um like right before the pandemic had, had like first jumped off, I had just got back from being in California for like two weeks, um, recording music and doing some other shit. Like I came back and then like everything shut down, mm-hmm. like the barbershops everywhere closed, like I couldn't work and it was um it was really crazy, but I really used that time like to uh to plot on the next moves and really like really mold and like craft and hone on certain things that need to be like tightened up all the way and um really get all of that shit right ironed out get all the wrinkles out so that when everything came back like I was really like you know what I'm saying on a different level than I was before like a noticeable one where it's like people would look and they'd be like nah I can see like you look like an artist or you look like you're doing something you know what I'm saying like I was I did this like on purpose you know what I'm saying like and you gotta work at that shit Like to become you To become the you You're trying to be Type shit I feel that I feel like some people Took the time Like the pandemic Or whatever And they like Reset their lives And then there were people Like me who just Kind of took a break I thought it was just Gonna be two weeks At the start of it I was like Sorry to y'all Whose birthday is coming up But I can't relate So once it started Extending 
I started doing like I started making bread. I started knitting. I started watching movies I never watched. Like actually making bread. Actually making bread. They yeah. were out of yeast. Scratch. I told you about that. <laughs> yeah. Scratch. Scratch. Yeah. You'd be like, dang, what can I do? I, you know, you're just doing random stuff, mm-hmm. cooking stuff you never cooked, just out of boredom. Right. Yep. So yep. I feel like what was the question? Um, <laughs> different things that you want to do, things. like coming so, out. Of- so I was like, I really took my life for granted. So when I get out of here, I'm going to go to every happy hour. I'm going to go to every <laughs> dinner. I'm going to go to every brunch. I'm going to go to every birthday. Am I doing it? No. But it was a good goal to set. So. <laughs> it was a, well, I know I talk about it, it was cool, but it was a hectic time um, when everything shut down. It was like a month before my wedding. Mm. So oh, yeah. my wedding got canceled. Like, it didn't get canceled. It got pushed back. Um, and so it was a, that was a lot uh, to deal with, mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't even really think about a lot of other stuff because it was mm-hmm. like, man, um, this this whole thing was supposed to be for this day, and then we got all this wedding stuff in the house, Dang. just sitting there. But I mean, luckily, um, we were still able to have it at some point, and mm-hmm. but even having it led to so much stress. Like the next day, both my wife and I was like. Sweating in our sleep, worried about if somebody got COVID. But I mean, it was, we were just blessed. Like, luckily, nothing happened from it. But it was a, it was an interesting time. So, did you like getting married during COVID times? Like, I'm gonna tell you why I did, okay. and I'm gonna tell you why I, did. I didn't because of the stress. Mm-hmm. I felt like having it. If somebody got it, they're gonna blame it on me. But I'm like, you ain't had to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, stay, you got cool. You should stay yeah, home. Right. You stay Why you come out? But also, did you leave your house? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, shout out to my moms. Right, my moms. We had a me and my wife had like an eighty people list that we wanted, mm-hmm. and my moms stuck trying to invite everybody. So I'm like, first I was like, if you want them, you pay for them. Right. And then she, I thought that was gonna stop her, and she go oh, bet. She got an extra job. <laughs> she started working. She said, she said energy. Okay. She started hustling. So then, dad on COVID cut Shout that out list. Shout mom dudes, yeah. man. COVID cut that list back down to the number we wanted. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, man, we just plan. got it. Aww. <laughs> you got some extra cash down, though. But that was, I mean, it, it didn't, you know, ruin it. I know some mm-hmm. people, some people was like, bro, I, I can't come. And I was like, I respect it. You know, you mm-hmm. do what you want. But oh, yeah. it was still yeah. it was still a good time. It was. I mean, before that joint, I was I was really going out a lot. I was outside a lot on these very streets that we're on right now. <laughs> I was outside. I'm talking about a lot. So it was like almost a goddamn like a culture shock for me once I was in the crib. And I'm not even a super social person. Like I'm really still reserved and quiet. But I was out a lot. I know a lot of people. I was doing a lot of stuff, so I would be around. You know what I'm saying? And um, once that happened, and like, and I had to be in a crib, like, I had to like start playing video games again. Like, I started doing shit I hadn't <laughs> done in years. It is. No. It was, I just I I hadn't played. I hadn't had a, a system in like five years or something like crazy. Like I hadn't owned one in like a long ass time. Probably longer than five. And, and like during the pandemic, I had bought one. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to buy. Like I have to have something to do in the house. Like mm-hmm. I'm just in here. I'm never home, so I didn't need one. But now, like I gotta play a get video. I gotta play something. <laughs> 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 Movies get old. You wanna play a video <laughs> game or something like Little Crash Bandicoot? Oh man, that's classic. 
Now, I beat oh, I beat like the first three games during the <laughs> pandemic. Like, yo, you know how hard them joints is, young. Like, that's how much time niggas had. Like, I definitely needed like an hour of video games, like a day. Really? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was like, man, me and my wife in the house. One I like, rock with you, wow. but. I need to do something on my own, bro. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I I was going fast. crazy. That's I was what going I heard. S- a lot of couples and stuff. Was, they were getting tired of each other. Oh, they I didn't believe in everything. They were like, see. please go to a different room. Tired of seeing <laughs> That's how I feel about like marriage. It's just like, I kind of want like a separate house oh you wildin long distance <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think I like I feel like you could live next door but I want like my own space like, I mean if you find shit. somebody somebody you else out there might fuck with that oh. shit somebody will do that somebody might fuck with that shit mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny like even if like we bought the house next door and they, we just like put a door there so you would go to bed by yourself no no not at all <laughs> <laughs> But during it's the day, just, during the like, day, like get the fuck out of here when Let we wake see. up. It's you certain ways saying? that people oh, like things, house, right? From, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., you need <laughs> right. to be at your house. Just don't come over like, here. You got to understand, whatever, however you make the houses, that's how it's going to be. Say, hold up, Ma, hold up, Martha. You know, you don't come over here until, you know, 5 p.m. You know what I'm saying? I haven't had my me time yet. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, I'm not even mad at that. You know what I'm saying? I like my solitude, too. That's why I live by myself anyway, so I definitely respect the game. I've lived with someone as well, though. You know what I'm saying? A relationship, so I know what that's like, too. So I appreciate that, but I also appreciate having my own space. Yeah. I think once you live alone, it's hard to think about living with anybody else because the number one thing I hate about living with other people is that when you put something in a place, sometimes it's not there. But when I put stuff down oh, in this house, it is always goodness. there. <laughs> That's facts, though. That's like the little shit, though. But you got to have somebody that understands not to move your shit. Like, yeah. son, like I'm organized chaos. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I know where my things are. Y'all got to learn to share. Nah, like, nah, <laughs> nah I be knowing with my like yo, we live leave. together. Like, <laughs> especially like, if you move into up. this house, I'm gonna, all, I'm, I'm so territorial with this, this house. Nah, nah for no real, one should this move gotta to be my house. You, by yourself. Yeah. you gotta start fresh. Mm-hmm. Cause you could be like, get out. Yeah. Now I gotta it's, leave. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a test of your ego for sure. Mm. My wife moved into, I had the house before oh, we got married, so she moved in, and pretty much everything that I had is either like. It either broke, like somehow it broke, or it's just like it broke. ain't there no more, bro. And you be blaming her for it, don't you? Hey, I gotta Wasn't put my ego aside. Don't, don't be giving me a trouble. You said, man, we gonna record, man. You said, I don't know what you said. Anything you about. say can and will be used against you. But that's not what you said before we started in the, recording. In the Tyler. house, in the house alone. <laughs> I love the house. I ain't do nothing. Y'all about to have my man sleeping on the couch, man. (laughs) You you on downstairs? You going to the couch? (laughs) All right. So the I don't know what I I was just having fun when I was doing these topics. Um, The next topic is (laughs) I'm sorry. It's so corny. I can't even say it Um, because you know the respect movie just came out. So it's P R O T E C T. Okay. Which is um, protect. What does it mean for men to protect correctly? Okay. I did an interview a couple of months ago. And with the shout out to Alexis Jackson. She was talking about um, 
you know, men have to do better with protecting correctly. Mm-hmm. Pretty much saying how some uh, women feel afraid to even, like, put, like, the man in a certain situation because they think he going to do something crazy. And it's like, you afraid to even tell me to do something that I feel like I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, what sort of things do you feel like you should be doing? It like it's twenty twenty one, so a man's role low key is a little different now. Um, but I mean, you grow up thinking protect and provide is like your job. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but nobody defines. They always just said protect and provide. Nobody def- defined what that meant. Mm-hmm. What that meant to do. So people think protect is like you gotta be ready to beat somebody up or like yeah. that. You know, die for your family, which. I guess you should, but it's like, do you, how far do you, do you need to take it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it, it, it may sound like <laughs> <true. laughs> No, I think, I think all of those things, I, I agree with all of those things. I feel like um, when it comes down to the family, you definitely got to protect or to your wife, you know what I'm saying, or to your significant other or whatever, you got to protect them, but it's more than just in the physical sense. Like, it's you got to protect them, like, mentally too. Um, like do they uh, emotionally as well because um, it's situations where like you know what I'm saying um, I still get reminded of how um, or pretty much a situation where let's say you know there's a, a racist thing happening or nothing that's, let's say it's not even racist you in a restaurant and like the service being a certain way like just simply agreeing or backing your girl up in certain situations, like just having her back in them certain moments that you may not think is whatever. Whether she's right or wrong, too, like it's also important. Like mm. if she was wrong, you got to kind of hold it up. You got to hold it down anyway. And then later on, you clean that shit up. Yeah. See, I keep yeah. fucking up like that because I can't let people like be like if I don't agree with what you're saying right now, I'm gonna be like, yo, I may maybe like not in front of not in front of the people though in front of the crowd you can't do that at the moment but then I'm lying to you nah but you clean it up that's why you talk about it later though I see that as a lie and like in the joint nah I don't think that's a lie I think that's something that's like you that's that's the protecting of the feelings that's what you do like in a moment right there if you know what I'm saying even if she's being unruly because for me it'd be a woman that I would be with she's being you know kind of overly aggressive at the joint I'm not gonna necessarily tell her like in front of the the other waitress like oh yeah you, you, you is Asking for too much I'm not gonna say that right there Cause that's like Damn I don't want this person To feel like they right And that I'm They can have that control Over the situation And get in between me And this person that I'm mm-hmm. with You know what I'm saying Like I'll keep it cool And then later on Be like damn Babe you was child Like going crazy What the f-? You know what I'm saying Respect But I guess My question is like <laughs> Would you But like would you add Fuel to the fire Cause I feel like If you were wrong I'd just be sitting there Like this Like Well don't hype them up like if they're wrong, just be like, "Yo, just chill. I got it." You could go wait in the car. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm yeah. Sorry. good. Let yeah. me handle it. Let me handle it. Normally, it's like, "Hey, look, mm-hmm. I, I know what you want. I got you. I see mm-hmm. you. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot." Yeah, you know, man. so you gotta understand a certain level of finesse is is necessary for moments like that. Like, you gotta be able to on both ends too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gotta know what what each other's buttons are, like, and when y'all see each other about to go over the edge and how to like curve that shit and 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 mitigate, you know, the chances of an explosion type shit. Keep that. I feel like it can be a deal breaker if you're with someone who can't protect you. Oh yeah. But it's like you also have to know those boundaries. Like if you know you're with someone who's non-confrontational, 
don't start fights with everybody because you're going to be showing up every time. Like, you have to know what's okay and what's not. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay if <laughs> if he tried and failed? No. <laughs> don't <laughs> even try- call the police. <laughs> like, some things you really can't unsee. <laughs> like, if I'm like, yeah, he pushed me. You're like, oh, where? I'm coming up to your job. And you lose. Yeah. I got to quit. Mm-hmm. We got to move. We you all embarrassed. Like, oh, yeah, you know, nah, that's yeah. real That's real shit, though. But you got, as a person, you got to know your limitations, though. If you know you're you not no fighter, you can't let Shorty gas you up. Know. Don't let her gas you up. Look, baby, you know I ain't got, I ain't really got no hands like that. <laughs> I got to call Mike. I got to call my brother because he the one that can fight for me. I, yeah, that I was 45 minutes later because you had to call me here right. to call him there. <laughs> yeah, we got to call three people. Listen, it wasn't me. I'm not the pugilist, man. I got to call somebody else for that, man. But even, like, not even physically, protecting people, like, say you have, like, a family that doesn't like your significant other or something. Protecting them in that way. Like, don't let your family step all over that person. Because I've been in a situation like that, and it has caused a lot of discourse. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, like, a lot of aunties, like, oh, can you cook? And all this stuff, like, you need to correct them there in their face where I can see it, or it's going to, like, cause issues with us. Mm. So... I agree. In all I agree with that. I like, don't be trying to cover or say no slick ass shit. Don't try to get right. cute right here. That's how she is. Don't be no. That's not how she gonna be around. Not right, right. now. Yeah, nah. nah I, I agree with that. Coolio, you said uh, mental, like protecting them mentally. And I don't know. What I got from that was like one of the key, I feel like, which is tough for me, definitely a weakness, is listening. Mm. Like giving your partner a chance to you know, let out what they uh, going through, what they, how their day went, mm-hmm. and actually uh, being attentive and, like, being in the moment with them and just, you know, not even trying to fix what they're going through. But yeah. just being there is, I feel like that's that's key, and I'm, that is a weakness. Because <laughs> people don't want solutions all the time. They just want to be heard. Like, you mm-hmm. can tell them they were wrong Man, later like or what shit. they could have did like different, shit. but, like, <laughs> you just... focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, me too, though. I'm trying to put this thought together. Um, so I feel like um, another reason that like the man's role to protect has changed is because relationships aren't just like heterosexual anymore. Mm. Like I think that with having like more like LGBT relationships and everything, we've all had to become more like just people, like ho- more whole as a person, you know? Mm-hmm. So with that, like, men have had to become I don't know like not as they're not in the same role as like being like a protector anymore but it's like more about like like you guys are saying like can you support me not just physically but like mentally in another way you know Mm -hmm. yeah gender roles are totally different even like the memes where they be like oh my girl correcting my order and stuff like that's real life men can like stand up to other men but when it comes to like little stuff no offense y'all like <laughs> they may not say anything they like man I ain't want no onions but whatever that's how they do me and it's like no say something now like nah, we don't be tripping on that but you didn't get what you asked for <laughs> right yeah, but and it's like no one's better. gonna be offended just walk up there right. the whole, I, I the really whole point of this person is bringing you what you that you asked for and they didn't bring you what you asked for, so you have to let them know. Like, you didn't bring us what we asked for. Yeah, I don't for, like right? sending my food back, neither. Yeah, you know? I, I got a thing against that, and <laughs> I, I don't trust that it shit. It could be like, you know, maybe what maybe what they put here, it tastes better. So I'd be like, I just go for it. I'd go, <laughs> no. I'd like, I would go ahead and stick Whatever y'all sent out here, we, okay, it's cool. No yeah, problem. Man. Please don't talk too much shit. If you're going to talk shit to them, at least do it after we got the food already. Oh, my then God. it's okay. Then it's whatever. I mean, at that point, it's whatever, because I ain't, you know. 
So why we what's the name? Like, please. <laughs> well, I feel like restaurants is just like the biggest test. It is. <laughs> it really it's just is. so much the toughest thing ever. Splitting really? the bill evenly. Oh. <laughs> Depends on who asked who out. Who got asked out? <laughs> Whoever did the asking about going so somewhere. So never ask anybody out of here. Period. Hey, like, hey, you should hey. take me out. <laughs> I, told, I told the waitress one time, like, nah, we split it. And she looked at me so crazy. I would be like, oh, we're friends? <laughs> right. I'd be like, okay. Don't ever call me again. <laughs> Not bad. I didn't realize. I feel like in this age, being a man, like, like that definition of a man is like, it's just something I think about and question on a like, really on a daily. It's like, what am I, what am I really here for? What is my purpose? And um, because it's it's weird because our presence actually does mean a lot, but it's like, what are we supposed to be doing? I mean, honestly, young, I feel like there's a lot of smokes and mirrors and all of these things going on out there that kind of get in the way and make things a little bit muddy but ultimately bro I don't really feel like things have changed that that much mm-hmm. at the core on the surface there's all of this I don't need a man I don't need it well I don't gotta do this or you know what I mean on a man and or this or she don't gotta do that or all these things but dog we're two different um two different genders like not to say one's above the other one, but we do two different things. We think mentally, like, we we think differently, I mean, and we, like, you know what I'm saying, we have different, you know, I guess, purposes or whatever. Like, we need each other. Like, you know, I feel like women, I feel like y'all are far smarter than us, like, emotionally and all of that shit, but I feel like it kind of is, is like, y'all got so much intelligence, like, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, like, so much, you know what I mean? Like, y'all insight be wild, and we don't necessarily have that, but we keep have other things to keep it simpler, right, to keep the shit grounded, you know what I'm saying? And basically, it's to feed off. It's not to say, I don't need that other, I don't need that for this, or I can do it without, or, you know, you know what I'm saying? All these other things, I don't think it's really for that, you know what I'm saying? And any type of relationship you want to call it I don't think it's really about um about that I feel like you know you got to understand that there's two different even if you know it's two different people and y'all have two different things you're bringing to the table as far as just you know naturally as far as for a man and a woman like it's just two different you know I feel like independent women too like they say they're independent until like you show them they can trust you and then they'll start becoming more feminine and like rely on you more but like in today's age you're like you can't trust nobody these men be cheating all that stuff like give them the space to feel like black they can trust you and they'll let it go black men don't cheat it's the movement it's the movement I definitely feel like that um, I feel like a lot of people are scared of disappointment and they don't know how to deal with it so instead of like being disappointed I'm just gonna close off every avenue to disappointment instead of like cause I don't know I feel like Life is just a feeling process. Um, that's actually something I heard on a Big Sean song. But I feel like a lot of times, like with social media even too, we're always trying to experience the positive things and not trying to accept the fact that like it's a balance. There's everything that happens in life and you just have to be ready to laugh, ready to cry and ready to do everything, you know? So um, you got to be yeah. you got to be willing to go through those uh, emotions or you gotta be willing to, I don't wanna say take an L but learn learn some lessons yeah. you can't just have a whole bunch of wins most definitely you wanna appreciate the wins yeah all the, all the learning comes in the losses 
You know what I'm saying? And the rebound. The comeback. Amen. Go to church. Hallelujah. (laughs) Okay, so... <laughs> it's the transitions for me. It's the transitions for me. Speaking of Speaking of, of Amen. <laughs> we can all rejoice to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it, baby. Um, <laughs> um the last uh topic is choosing peace. Um and the question is how much self care is enough self care? And also, like, what do y'all do for self-care? What is the different things that you've... I don't know. Do you do self-care? Like, have you incorporated that into your lifestyle? I think it's a requirement. Um, For me, personally, I like to do, like, pedicures, take bubble baths, watch movies, eat the foods that I may not give myself all the time because they cost too much money or they're not the healthiest. But, like, you need it to keep that balance. Like, how, like, moms drink their wine at the end of the day. Like, you need something for yourself to look forward to and keep you afloat otherwise you're just moving through life so self-care is necessary i i don't self-care that often mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i normally do a petty like for my birthday you know that's about it but i mean picking up golf it is and it ain't it can be very frustrating but it's cool to get away and be out in nature you know what I'm saying, but I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm the the greatest at it. Like I was saying earlier, I know I want to do more meditating and just take a time to just breathe deep. You know, so I got work on it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think self care is is really important too. Um, I think I I do enough self care. I don't think I, you know, do a bunch a bunch, but I got a studio and stuff in my house where I record my music. And um, even if I, you know, when I didn't have a microphone, like, I would always play instrumentals and write music. And, you know what I'm saying, I found peace and solitude. So being by myself was never really an issue for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I get self-care in a lot of different ways, man. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Interestingly enough, I feel like my self-care is actually, like, going out. Like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm like a true extrovert where like literally like being around people gives me energy. So it's like sometimes like especially working in the house, like I'm in the house like literally like way more than I've ever been, way more than I expected to be. Like you buy a house, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna live there but like you go live here. You know? Um, so I like I don't know, I really enjoy happy hours how this podcast started. <laughs> um and yeah, I'm actually trying to think about like the different ways that I like do self-care like I feel like getting a pedicure and everything like now that feels more like a commitment than like self-care hmm why is that because it's like you have to keep it up no you don't yeah, jail. I do but like oh. then you have to go back every month and then it's like oh man it's been so long and now it's growing out and then you know it's yeah. just you know. oh y'all be like fancy with it you gotta put in that work <laughs> for it to count hey fellas get that clear <laughs> <laughs> Keep it natural. Self-care you have to work at. Like, you really have to, like, get good at it. You don't just wake up one day and be like, oh, let's have a self-care day. Like, you may not know what you like to do. So you have to, like, try different things, see what you like, mm-hmm. and then keep it up. I feel like I need museums to open back up because I love, like, art museums, like, going to those. Um, Amira, what was your process of, like, 
figuring out your self-care day. Just trial and error. So every month I try to give myself a new goal. So like this month it's like go outside for like 10 minutes a day. So I may be like, oh, I'll learn to put something together. Like I'll learn how to make a new dish. I'll read like a certain amount of books. Like bread that type from of scratch. thing. And then whatever I like, I just try to keep it up. Yeah, make it bread. Everyone should try it. It's very, mm. it's like a stress reliever for real. And then you see your stuff and how much joy it brings to everybody else. And it's easy. It's very easy. I don't know why we ever start buying the real stuff. Right. Oh, you like what kind of bread you make? Okay, I made bread twice. Um, it was. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I still yeah, be buying thinking, bread for the store. I'm she you got me. That. <laughs> I did it twice, but it's fun though. It's like you put in all this work, and then you can like see your process. Probably how you feel about podcasts, you feel about music. You know, it's like you can see the benefits of your labor. So, just do something mm-hmm. new. You might like it. So I feel like sure. you know. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I would say, like, also, like, my arts and crafts projects are, like, self-care almost. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, like, um, I feel like catharsis is a dramatic word, but I really like it. Um, Like, and actually, like, creating a project, like, finishing it and, like, being able to, like, you know, like, wear some things that you've created and stuff like that. No, I think that was a that was the right word though. You really come to an understanding of self that you feel me, especially mm-hmm. when you're doing something creative or something mm-hmm. like that, like self expression. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this is this is me. This is the I fucking made this thing. You don't get more me than this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the beauty of creating something, of being a creative and doing things, baking the thing. Like mm-hmm. no matter what you follow, you know what I mean. It was really still your bread, and you did it your <laughs> way type shit. So. <laughs> And look back at the stuff you did as a kid, too. Like, if you like to color and color in books or, like, go to the pool or, like, do something like that, maybe that's your self-care. That is literally something that I always say on this podcast is, like, think about the things you did as a child and try to go back to those. I call it, like, going back to basics, basically. Yeah. Going back to basics, basically. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, I think that's so important. Mm -hmm. Find the time. Oh, that's tough. Well, most of my life I played football. So it's like... I can't. Mm. Intramurals. Yeah, but it's you like. You got any brothers or friends? There's certain sports that feel like after a while you just shouldn't play anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's hard to go back. Like banged up playing. I'm done. My knee, my knee can't. If I do one cut. Why is it always the knees? Because my knees fucked up too. They be lying. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. We should all play like kickball or something. That's easy on a joint. You know what? Softball. That's not bad. Oh really? Damn. But I liked it though. It's fun. <laughs> I may have been bad, but I liked it. <laughs> I played with my work team um, a couple years ago for the first time ever playing softball. It was fun. I was like, I was terrible at hitting, so like half the. <laughs> I was at the game. Fifty percent. Oh, you would. Yeah, Sound like you best friend. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like um, but I was fast, so all like, but as a girl, all you have to do is make it to first base, and you're a good softball player. Like on a co-ed team. It is. It's true. You just have to like be able to hit the ball fifty percent of the time and make it to first base. Damn, fifty percent BMI is crazy. Yes. Is that really good or bad? Yeah, that's really glass Incredible. Oh, okay. Then I meant ten percent. You just need to get on one time and you you average. Oh, I'm saying right. You go that joint. Not average. Hell no. No, in baseball. Oh wait. That means that means every that means every other hit you're hitting it. 
every other pitch you're getting me like you're making contact. I That's good as I don't know. Okay, what. well, like during I'm softball, expert, it seemed like everybody always hit the ball because it's softball. It's not you're baseball. Not really pitching it yeah, crazy. it's like slow pitch. It's not like you know, shots. like the. Ooh. Oh, they're not doing it well. I'm on. No, yeah, it's not the world. <laughs> that joint job like treacherous. That's yeah. still like 60, 70 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know? like, that ain't no regular pitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm kind. I don't know how I feel about standing behind no 60, 70, 80 mile an hour pitch, bro. I ain't about that life. I'm not trying to stand behind a plate right there. Oh my God, you did have to have a catcher. I remember I had to yes. play that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he meant hitting it though. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, right. he meant. Oh. I would do catch it. I would catch it, but I don't oh. want to stand right there mm. to swing. If and you really I'm vulnerable. Face, just let it hit <laughs> you. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> hell no. Let me get on base. <laughs> Y'all have any, like, Self-care tips. Do we talk about that? Anybody have any tips? Bruh. That was just to go back to basics. That was a really good tip. I think that was the consensus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do it by yourself, too. Ooh, it's been time alone. sometimes yeah. you can be influenced by other people and you think you like something, but you really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it by yourself. So and feel like I feel like it's okay to suck at it. Like, yes. You don't mm-hmm. have to be good. As long as it gives you joy and fulfillment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facts. I definitely agree with that. You'll yeah. get better. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but you still having fun. Right. Don't lie to yeah, me. That's the important part. <laughs> so, um, I didn't really have a plan for wrapping up, but <laughs> I thought about this in the car. I don't know. Um, if y'all want to give your favorite quote or like just something to leave the audience with, just like a snippet of advice or anything. Mm. Man, don't don't follow the crowd. Be you. Be different. Um, stay the course. Grind through the struggle. Go hard or go home. Probably do you. Everybody else is taken. You only got one life, so live it. Um, F the haters. <laughs> Facts. Um, man, um, uh, just spread love, man. Just show each other love. Just remember, like, love is a, is an action. So, you know, just even saying what's up to somebody or calling somebody you ain't talked to in a minute, like, show some love to somebody and just appreciate where you're at in this point in life, you know. <clears throat> we just talked about social media, trying to get somewhere, but just appreciate this moment. Appreciate where you are. You know what I'm saying? So... Cool. And uh, my quote will be uh, one of my favorite quotes. I actually forget who it's by, but I know the words, so that's good. Um, so it's 20 years from now, you'll regret the things you didn't do more than the things that you did. So go out there, try things, do things, dream. Um, more life. So if y'all want to share your social media, and how um, can people reach you? Yeah. Uh, shout out to my podcast, No Clearance Podcast. My co-host, Jalen. <clears throat> said his whole name my co-host Jay uh, you can follow us at all social media platforms at No Clearance Pod check out our website noclearancepod.com and um, you can follow my Instagram at Tammy's son that's Tammy's underscore son yeah and that's it man 
Um, you can follow me on everything at Simply Amira, S-I-M-P-L-Y-Y-A-M-I-R-A. I will be posting about, about my last business there, so just look out for that. Okay, okay. Shout out to Lash Business. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I'm Julio Slim. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Julio Slim Official, on Twitter uh, at Julio Slim 93. Pretty much Julio, Slim, <clears throat> pretty much Julio Slim everywhere. And Google or any other search engine for real, for real. You can just type Julio Slim, and I will, uh, I will pop up. And you can click whichever you know what I mean media one you want to go to or platform from that from there. Um, definitely appreciate all the support and the love. Thank you for having us on. This was a great Facts. fucking joint. Facts. Good conversation. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. So yeah, thank you guys all. Well, and ladies, thank y'all. That's what I always say, y'all. You just gotta say y'all now. Thank y'all for being here. Um, yeah, I appreciate um, your conversation, and I'm really happy. I don't know. I feel like this went really well, and um, yeah, thank you for being a part of this inaugural podcast. So let's go. Um, yeah, for sure. This felt shout out to us. Thank you all so much for listening to this first episode of the NTMY chat series. I will have one of these out every month with previous guests. So if you're a guest and you've listened to this and you're interested in being a part of this, let me know. And if you're interested in being a guest, also hit me up. Um, if you want to do that, just um, go to the Instagram or Twitter at NTMY podcast um, and send me a DM. Or you can also email the podcast email ntmypodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, make sure you're subscribed, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, and other than that, any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, or just something you want to share, you can send those to the podcast email, ntmypodcast at gmail.com. Thank y'all for listening, and I will see you next week.